Welcome to the Preach and Persuade podcast. My name is Sam Parada. I'm here with Dan Rudman. It's just us this time. You know, the last, well, at least the last episode, we, we had a guest, Stan Hankins. That was fun. I mean, yeah. to talk to Stan. He lives in Hawaii, so we usually only get to see him at the AFCI National Conference that we have in January, but it was a good treat to see him in, in the summer. Um, well, I suppose the end of the summer. Anyway, we're going to talk about in this episode about evangelism. I mean, I feel like we're always, in some sense, talking about evangelism. That's what we do a lot uh, week to week, and particularly what's been going on at KU this year for us, and just give you some insights, some thoughts that we were, we're having about evangelism today and some stories. We ha- have one story in particular that we want to share and just kind of think about a little bit. Um, and we even have some recordings. We did a we did these little interviews we did a last year where we go into the union at, at KU and go up to random students and, and just ask them a couple simple questions about Christianity. And the two questions that we asked this go around were, you know, the term, the gospel, what do you, what do you think it is? What do you think the gospel is? And then after that, we asked them, what do you think the central message of the Christian faith is? Now it's interesting, like to us, you, I would almost answer the second question as well. It is the gospel. We'll play those recordings for you. Um, and nobody, nobody answers the second question as saying, oh, well, it's, it's the gospel, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Um, so there is this disconnect between, at least in the minds of these, these non-believing students, there's a disconnect between the gospel, whatever that is, and you'll hear their responses, and then whatever the central message of Christianity is. And, and that's interesting. Anyway, so we'll we'll play those recordings. We'll talk about those a little bit, uh, and then we'll kind of discuss our, our story uh, that we had a, f- a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been talking about how we've been doing this thing called, you know, we call it Let's Dialogue, and we have this big banner. And la- last year it was a retractable banner, and we figured out that that was a pretty bad idea because the wind is, and there's usually always wind up on top of, well, it's this hill. I mean, how would you describe it? Like, there's literally just a hill at the dead center of Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they actually call it Mount Oriad. So, yeah, yeah. So don't give too much emphasis on Mount. Yeah, yeah. It's not a <laughs> mountain, in, but we're in Kansas. But for Kansas, I guess they call it but a it, mountain. But it's certainly a hill. Like, yeah, it's a it, high hill. It's a high hill. And, and the campus is up there on top of it. Yeah. Yep. And so there's, there's wind. It gets breezy, and this retractable banner of ours last year just didn't it couldn't handle it. Yeah, I think we only actually got to use it twice. Of all the times we went last year, we only got to pull at the banner twice because the wind. <laughs> we we roped it to pillars, to concrete pillars. We we tried everything to get this thing to not blow over by the wind, and just there's no way. There was no way. So this year, I'm like, man, we got to get a different sign. We need something with some more uh, rigidity to it some metal in it and so there we got a different banner uh it's like the stretch fabric one where you have this aluminum frame and then you basically pull over this pillowcase over the frame and, and same picture it's paul at the Areopagus. this picture cool kind of pencil drawing of paul at the Areopagus talking to the epicureans and the stoics and uh and then just on top the the, the word the two words let's dialogue so uh we'll talk a little bit about that but i kind of want to preface these these recordings that I'm about to play for you, and then what we're doing uh, with the Let's Dialogue thing, with, you know, it's kind of interesting. I think I've probably mentioned this before on this podcast. Maybe, we you know, we did an evangelism series, like five or six episodes on evangelism a while ago now, and I kind of think I probably mentioned it in one of those. I don't know for sure, but... Uh, the evangelism professor at Midwestern, his name is Dr. Thomas Johnston, and he did all the, he's done all these different kind of like analytical studies, studying evangelism in, in the New Testament. And one of these analytical studies that he did was he looked at the 55 gospel presentations in the gospels in the book of Acts. So there's 55 of them. And mostly he, Jesus, obviously. Mostly Jesus. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously in the book of Acts, the apostles. Yeah. So, uh, and he, he, you know, analyzed these different conversations, uh, you know, according to different categories, like, okay, who initiated the conversation? What was the main, like, message that was preached? Uh, uh, um, was there any follow-up? 
uh, did, was there a call to repentance? Was blah, 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 blah. So all these different categories. And the one that I am going to mention to you is who initiated the conversation, the gospel conversation. And this is kind of fascinating because when we think of evangelism, we tend to put it in the camp of it's only when the Christian initiates a conversation with the nonbeliever. Right. That's what evangelism is. And, you know, we call it initiative evangelism. Like there's actually a, a term for that. Uh, but the interesting thing about this analytical study was that over 50% of the gospel conversations were actually initiated by the nonbeliever. Now, that obviously makes you think like, okay, well, certainly that makes sense with the, the ministry of Jesus. He was doing all these miracles. He was becoming a public figure. And so people knew, they recognized him. They go, oh, yeah. that's Jesus of Nazareth or whatever. Oh, he, I've heard that he's been doing miracles. I want to go initiate with him, you know, for healing or for something. And, and so that makes sense why over 50% were initiated by the non-believer, so to speak. Uh, but nonetheless, it you know makes you think. Well, is there a way that we could do evangelism, where we are we are not the ones initiating, but we're the ones being initiated with? And I had this idea years ago when I was back at NDSU, and I I'm like, man, I'm gonna just rent a booth in the union, and I put up a sign that says, "Got questions? We're Christians. Ask us anything you want about our faith." And I just sat there, <laughs> and and sure enough, all these non-believers would come initiate with me. I guess you could say that the sign was initiating with them in a sense, but for yeah. the most part, they were the ones that asked the first question mm -hmm. or opened their mouth first. Right. And so in a sense, this let's dialogue banner thing is, is still in that grain. How do we, how do we do evangelism where we're, we're allowing the non-believer to come up to us where the non-believer knows that these guys, these guys have answers to questions. These guys, uh, I can talk to them about spiritual things. Mm -hmm. uh, so how do we do that? You know, you could wear a T-shirt. I'm a Christian. I don't know. But for the most part, you kind of have to let people know or inform them that, hey, I'm a person that wants to have a conversation with you about Christianity, about the gospel, about spiritual things. Right. So that's that's kind of the what's this kind of analytical study is is – Years ago was a little bit of like the motivation to get me thinking about ways in which we can do evangelism That's not just me walking up to a random person and opening my mouth Though that is a way to do it mm -hmm. And that's what we did with these these interviews that we're about to play for you Is that was the initiation like the initiative evangelism We went up to, to students just sitting in the union yeah. and initiated a conversation with right. them And asked them these these two questions Yeah and the cool thing about this is that you're going to hear these two questions and you're going to hear the responses. But then I stopped the recording. Right. And then we had, we had all these amazing actual yeah. like gospel conversations. Yeah. Like we actually shared the gospel. With yeah. And, and we were trying to be careful. We weren't trying to bait and switch these people. Right. We weren't trying to trick them like we're going to do survey with you because we, you know, I got to be careful. There's strategies <laughs> like that out there. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They do it because I really want to do more than that. Yeah. And we wanted to be careful going, you know, if we just we just want to hear what they have to say. Yep. If it does open up something, great. Great. And most of the time it did. Yeah. And because we would we would say, hey, we do a podcast. Yep. And we're collecting, um, you know, uh, responses to a couple questions for our, one of our next episodes. Yeah. Do you mind if you we ask you a couple yeah. of questions and record your responses? Yeah. And we said we're, we, we said we're actually we initiated immediately with, hey, this I'm Sam. This is Dan. Yep. We're Christian ministers. Yep. We do a Christian podcast. Yep. Up front. It's been fun. Even the, and, and we'll get to the discussion open the air. This is what we tell people. Yeah. No, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Uh, we're I totally have, up front. I actually have my views. No Might bait, di probably no bait different, and switch. Probably different than you. No bait and switch. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's interesting, right? And then you said something, Sam, and again, some of this may be natural, but like what would happen is when we were done with the interview, mm -hmm. they would say something that really did intrigue me. Oh, every time. And I'd say... We're so, done with this now. I don't yeah, want to play. I, I would stop the recording. I, would and, put, I don't want to play game with you because you've you've done what we asked. Yep. But could I ask you a question? Yeah. You said that X, Y, or Z, and I'm like, I'm curious what you mean by that. Yeah. Boom, off we go. And and they would talk to us for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. We'd share the gospel. With we them. actually sh you shared the gospel. Literally, with like, I think just about. I think five or six people. We yeah. literally were able to communicate the gospel. Yeah. I mean, of course, the one girl. 
like we we keep forgetting because we weren't recording at this point. She answered some questions. It was it was fine. It was she was a very sweet girl, and uh, we get done and and somehow in there she says, "Well, what what is it? What is it? What is this Christian message or something like that?" And we are like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah. And so we spent the next fifteen minutes explaining the gospel to her. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. And so you know, so there's something about that that you know we don't want to overstate on one hand, quote unquote, a methodology. Yeah. But at the same time, something about personality. Can't help but wonder. Saying again, we keep asking this question: personality, Sam. authenticity, authenticity. But even I'm 62. Maybe I'm an older grandfatherly kind of guy. I don't know. I actually don't know. Well, I don't even know what. Like, I don't ever. It's very rare that you see an older gentleman like yourself and a younger guy like me that looks like he could be a student together. Together. So even that. See, I guess what I'm saying is we haven't. We don't know. I mean, you could just chalk it up and say God's using us, and that's yeah. fine. But you know he does use real means. Yep. And we're just asking this interesting question because these students are they, they want to talk to us. They want to talk to us. It's crazy. Like like literally in the last number of weeks, even the open air thing. I had a good friend of mine that's in a high federal position. I was you know I'll be careful. Yeah, I won't say what he does, but it's he called me the other day and he saw you know like on a letter you know we mentioned that we we're doing this stuff and he's yeah. just, and he went to school this place got yeah, a yeah. got a, a a law degree, and he was saying. Dude, like you guys are right, like in the den with the vipers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's what that was his term, and I'm like, isn't that interesting? And I said, and we're having great conversations. Mm -hmm. Like these people, you know. And again, you get when we say this, we don't want to uh, give the wrong picture because we're just talking on the podcast, right? It's not like hundreds, not even like dozens per se, right? But we'll be there for an hour and a half, two hours, and we'll end up with ten great conversations. Yeah, I mean, you think about that, like. But I mean, people that claim to be transgender. But, but, I mean, I yeah. talked to one girl guy one week, and I say girl guy because I don't know. I don't really know. I really don't. Totally, totally spent 20 minutes, 25 minutes willing to talk to me. Or even more. It might have been half hour yep. or more. Yep. Yep. A gal that came out, you know, I'm I'm gay and yep. blah, 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 and turned in this conversation, ended up with her being in tears. Yep. Uh, asked me to pray for her. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And it's like... They're willing to talk to us. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's play these recordings for you guys. Um, and again, this is us. Uh, I don't know. A few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe a little longer. Well, a few weeks month, ago. Month, we were, it was a month ago. Five yeah, weeks when ago. We went in the union, and uh, again, yeah. this is this this is the us initiating side of of our evangelism that yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think just about every one of these recordings that you 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 hear, I stopped the recording. And we ended up sharing, actually sharing the gospel with because they were open. We asked, but they were open. Could we, they you, wanted to. If you want to keep talking, we'll keep talking to you. Yep. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the, the term the gospel before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, could you like try to define it for us, or what do you think that is, or what is it referring to? Um. Specifically, I think it's in mass when they read from, they read like a certain text from the Bible. Okay. Depend. I, I know it's on some sort of calendar, but I don't know a whole lot else. Yeah. Um, when you say mass, you mean like Roman Catholic? Yeah. 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 Anything else come off um, onto the top of your head? Usually just like by gospel. That's that's what I know about. Okay. Good. Good. Um, what do you think when you hear? You, obviously, you've been around. You heard some stuff. What do you think, like, the fundamental Christian message is? If you were to say, oh, this is fundamentally what Christians believe. Because obviously for 2,000 years, Christians, yeah. like, even like us, wow, talk to people, right? Like, mm -hmm. what is the fundamental message? Well, and that's that's something I struggle with a bit, yeah. being that I am Christian, like, my family is Christian and stuff, yeah. is they get politics involved mm. in a thing that's based purely on just, like, love for others and, like showing care to other people and then they they'll take it and then do political things with it that it's like you know i there was there's a reason that the founding fathers were like there needs to be a separation of religion and government hmm. um sorry i didn't take my adderall today <laughs> that's so fine like, no worries i'm scatterbrained <laughs> here um but i'd say the core values of religion are just um like having love for people having love for others mm -hmm. um and really all all faith is about being the best person that you can be like on earth so that the afterlife is deservedly better for you mm. 
Okay, so the first question is this. You guys can both answer. Have you ever heard of the term or idea of the gospel before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. what, what, try to define it. What do you think it is? What do you think it means? You can say whatever you want. Um, like certain parts of the Bible that like you talk about? Sure. I mean, yeah, and I've heard just to spread the gospel as much as you can mm. and to get it around to everyone to know about it and such. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anything else off the top of your heads? No, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, second yeah. question. It's kind of related. What do you think is the central message of Christianity? Like, okay, what, what is Christianity all about? Just, like, treat others with, like, kindness and respect. Okay. And supporting God and his following, like, with what he wants and stuff. And then, uh... What was the question again? So, yeah, what's Christianity all about? What would be, like, the central message of the Christian faith? Yeah, just treat others with respect. Yeah. And then, uh... Like no, that's good. I mean, that's it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So first question, gospel. Maybe you've heard the term before. What do you think that is? Um, to me, I think gospel is like the good news, or like the good word of the, of the Lord and what we can do. Like, as long as you accept Jesus into your heart and follow his ways, it's like what you can receive. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, then you sound like a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Yes. <laughs> this, you're making this easy. <laughs> We've had some great conversations with people today, though. Well, you might see then the the, the second question is a little bit kind of like a trick question. What's the central message of the of the Christian faith? And what do you think that is? Then? Yeah. I mean, I think the central message is to um, to uh, live your life um, kind of in the f- not necessarily in the footsteps, but kind of in the way that Jesus wants. Uh, people on earth to live their lives to be kind and to be generous and to be um, just a good person to other people and to um, follow the word of the Lord and just kind of yeah oh that's good yeah, yeah. good sweet so yeah the first question the, the term the idea the gospel what do you think that is or means um to me it's kind of just what they refer to as I mean, what they follow, like Christians in general, okay. and yeah. um, I mean, I kind of see it more as not necessarily a rule book, but more as like I don't know, maybe just who they are and why exactly they are Christian. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're people of the gospel, maybe. Okay. So then, the second question: What do you think is the central message of Christianity? Um. I think I think Christians in general have kept up this stereotype in a positive light where they're very kind and I mean trusting and I think more so I see it more frequently that they try to spread their religion more often than any other mm-hmm. and I think they're a very tight-knit community and so I think I see Christianity more as um, I guess loving Okay. And yeah. very tight-knit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. What are your thoughts? What are your original initial thoughts after re-listening to those, Dan? Oh, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder who you were asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, this, uh, asking? These other people in here. <laughs> yeah, who are you asking me? My initial thoughts? Um, yeah, people don't know, that, know when we as Christians... Yeah. Again, people listening to this podcast don't know when we talk about the gospel, they really don't know it. And interestingly, like they, two of the guys said they were Christians. Yeah. First oh, yeah. guy was raised Roman Catholic. Yeah, and the one guy really appeared to be a Christian, but again there was confusion when we got There's to still the point. confusion there. Yeah. When we get to the central message. Yeah. Well, do they really understand right. the gospel? The reality of who God is, who man is, yep. the work of Christ, yep. the need to tr- you know, turn from your sin and trust Christ. And it just tells you the great need to talk to people about the gospel. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, I like, yeah. I mean, everything we're doing, yeah, is to communicate the gospel to people, right? And if you got around us and spent time with Sam and I, you'd realize, like, again, it's not even a methodology of saying a 
apologetics. I mean, that becomes an interesting conversation, and we've done it in other places right. on podcasts. But the point being is, like, we're opening the door to say, let's have a conversation, ask us anything you want, in, in part, that you could say it that way. Yeah. But our goal is to, to, to take these questions and these thoughts and these interactions and get to the gospel. Yep. I mean, that's every single time that's where I'm trying to go. Yeah. And trying to get there. And, and sometimes you get hung up on other stuff, you know yep. what I mean? And, but you want to get to get to the gospel. Yep. And so and maybe in a minute we can share some stories we've had that we, where we were able to get there yeah. and step around landmines and other things that just didn't need to be talked about mm-hmm. because we got to the gospel. But mm-hmm. um, people need the gospel. So it was interesting when we turned the mic off. Yeah. Uh, I was able to ask some questions, and we ended up by getting a chance to talk to people about the gospel. But it was interesting how they were open. I, I, I thought that was even an interesting, positive thing. Like, they saw Christians as nice. Especially the last girl. Yeah, she's like, oh, I have a roommate, and she's very nice. Yeah, very she told us that afterwards. Yeah, and I thought, well, that really is kind of neat. Yeah. Right? But then you wonder, even in being nice. <laughs> right. That's the, oh, you know, that was the common thread through all of these. Yes. What's the central message? They all talked about, oh, be nice, yeah. be kind, be a good person. Yeah. So there's another side of the edge of the sword, I guess, if you're, you know, as we're just discussing this, Sam, yeah. is that is that we're living in a culture that you're not supposed to violate people. You're not supposed to say certain things. Right. And so if you are a Christian who's open to actually share the gospel, yeah. to talk about who God is, to talk about sin, yeah, they could see that of that non-Christian person, wherever they're at, could see that as a violation what it, what it you even shall means be to be nice. a Christian. Yeah. yeah, right. You shall be nice, right? We've heard that before. The, the, Bacham. the 11th, 11th commandment. commandment. Thou yeah. shall be nice. Which has been interesting in the last number of years. It's like the big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, the clear thing is is that um, these students we talk to, and again, that's just a few, but we, we talk to others, and we've heard this over and over and over. They really don't understand the nature of the gospel. Right. They really don't understand what Christianity is really trying to proclaim and right. teach. And so it's fascinating to me when we go there, and we really open it up, and we really help people understand the historic biblical gospel. Right. It is new news to people. Right. Right. And what you know, one of the questions that I know you asked those two guys that we interviewed at yeah. the same time, like you, you asked them, you probably heard before Jesus died for your sins. Yeah. Like, wh- why did he? Why? Like, why did he die? What's that about? Yeah. What's that all about? And they were like, and one of them literally said, "I have no idea." Yeah. He's like, I've heard that. I actually, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was, he was from a, a home that uh, sort of the way he made it sound, regularly went to a particular denominational church. Yeah. And he said he didn't know. It's like, he, what, what's he hearing? Yeah. And, you know, again, it's an interesting discussion because it doesn't mean he wasn't in a place where he wasn't hearing it. Right. But it could mean, like, literally, if I use this term, he couldn't hear it. Yeah, there could be I that. I mean, it sounds strange. Yeah, we're I speculating. Mean, what I mean by that is, like, it was being preached, but it was going yeah. in ear, went out the other, yeah. over your head, whatever yeah. you want to say. But, you know, I had a friend of mine, and I don't know everything he did, but he was he was a public school teacher, and he taught, um, he actually got a chance to teach Latin in public school. Mm. Latin studies, I think they called it, or whatever it was. And he was telling me that part of his opportunity as, as a believer, as a Christian, he yeah. was a Christian, and he was in a public setting, he had to be careful, obviously, what he did, but he was t- talking about Roman culture and about these Christians that, you know, kind of were in the middle of Roman culture. Yeah. And, and he would in that say, this is what the Christian's fundamental message was. Hmm. And he would talk about the gospel in the class. This is what Christians yeah, believe. But and this it, is, under the umbrella of history. Yeah. History. Uh, hi- yeah. History. And this is what the Christians would tell people. Yeah. And he said it was really interesting because he'd always have that on the final exam. Ah. What, what was it that Christians told people? Yeah. And he said, I, 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 I want to be careful about saying this because I want to be sound right, but I actually think I'm saying it right. He said, I, other than actual Christians, I never had one person get that right on the test. Isn't that unbelievable? I, I, I mean, like I said, never. And I'm, I'm sure that's what he said. Yeah. He says, never. And, I've, I've, and he's literally, I mean, it's just it's just a, a piece of knowledge on the paper. Here's the three things that Christians would tell people. Boom, yep. boom, boom, boom. And they, wouldn't get, they couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. You know, and this is my this is all anecdotal, but right. You know, that's what I mean. I'm trying to be careful how we talk about non-believers in my life that I'm really close to. And I'll just keep it at that. Yeah. Uh, No matter how many times you tell them the gospel. Yeah. Whenever they try to articulate it, for the most part, again, there's probably exceptions, but it's it's still they sort of get it wrong. They get it wrong. Yeah. It's 
So so what all that is, we could theologically yeah. talk about that, and their eyes haven't been open to it, yeah, and it takes an illumination, and whatever, whatever you want to say about that. But it is an interesting thing, coming back, you asked me what I thought, Yeah, that here's people, in fact, were there one, one young guy there, I mean, these interviewed by these discussions, by the way, they really were wonderful. And yeah. we found this uh, open air discussion stuff we're doing on the, uh, in the campus actually really enjoyable. Yeah. We've really, it's been a lot of fun. But um, it was interesting. Like the one young guy there said, yeah, I'm reading a page of my Bible every day. Yeah. He told us that after we turned after, off. You know, we turned off. We had more discussion. Yeah. And even why, why are you doing that? I just think it's a good idea to do that. Yeah. And see, again, it's, it's an interesting thing that maybe this podcast is going to go to, but we are, you know, I'm hearing this from other people too. Yeah. Okay. So our primary ministry, I am not. I want to say it right. I am not a campus minister. Right. Like, I don't have a, I'm not part of a parachurch campus ministry where I regularly every day am with college kids. Right. I'm really not. And, and I, and I, I would, we want to qualify that because I've had other times in my life where prior, just prior to COVID, for 20 years, I was going in and out of the jail every week. Yeah. Well, my primary, primary ministry, in a sense, is not a jail ministry. Yeah, prison ministry. <laughs> I would just go there once a week because they would let me go in a room and guys would come in and I got a chance to talk to them about the gospel yeah. every week. I'm like, so I'm we're really I'm, I'm I just I'll go anywhere and talk to people about the gospel. Yeah, where are the non-believers at? I want to go there. Yeah, so so that's why we go to the campus. So I say that to you because there's probably a lot more to the discussion. Uh, but I do hear from people that are more engaged with campus life and ministry yeah. and reading about culture and paying attention yep. that there does seem to be this movement mm-hmm. amongst, amongst a younger generation, meaning the ones like even coming out of high school, early college, in college right now. Mm-hmm. They really are uh, looking. They really are even moving back to tradition. And there's these terminology you're seeing in social media world, you know, red pilling, meaning all of a sudden they're going, wait a minute. Everything I've been told in this, you know, secular, humanist, atheistic, materialistic world, there's something not right here. And yep. So even the other day, we talked to one young guy on the campus, uh, very engaged with his student uh, group on the campus. He's Roman Catholic. Yeah. And I don't know if his numbers are right, but they might be. But like here you're at a liberal university, and he says, I think there's probably a thousand Catholic students in this organization. So yeah. even if it's not a thousand, it's hundreds. Yeah. And I've heard that. I've heard it's it's like actually the largest, probably the largest Christian well, from Christendom, right? Like yeah, yeah, we would yeah. have we, you know, I mean we're Protestants and we would have some discussion about theology and we're not afraid to have that discussion. And we do. Yep. But it's a different thing. It's like they're moving towards something. They're looking for transcendence. Yeah. They're looking for something solid and stable. Yep. Uh, something historic. Yep. Something pro family. They actually are pro marriage, pro relationship. Yep. And it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it's like as the wheels are coming off in a culture, and you do have you know young people on campuses that are crazy, yep. screaming and yelling and being all weird and everything, and that is clearly yep. happening. You're seeing this, but as much as you're seeing those highlights in the news. I think it's worthy, and I'm going to be interested more in the next year or two for us, Sam, as we do this. It seems to be this undercurrent of people, though, yeah. that really are looking at this stuff going, this crazy world that's kind of we went into really doesn't work. Yeah. And it, I don't know what you think about that, but I just, it's been intriguing to me. I think that's, a, I think it's right. And they're looking and they're asking questions. And so, again, we've had pretty remarkable conversations with, Pretty remarkable, you know. Again, the transgender kind of person, the homosexual person, the yeah. the the, the uh, international people from other religions yep. stuff. I mean, they've really come to us and want to engage conversation yeah. with us. Yeah, it's like they're looking and asking honest questions and wrestling through stuff, and it's like it's really pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. So there's there seems to be a, an, I mean, I I say the word the an openness. Um, yeah. And certainly, some people are still like reser- like. Cut off. Like I remember, yeah. we we initiated with one guy, and he's like, "Nope, don't want to talk." Yep. I'm like yep. okay, fine, okay. right? Yep. And we moved on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't want to overstate. And yeah. we and, and again, you and I've talked about this, and I've been very cautious about this because I've seen this in my life. You know, we've had some neat experiences. Yeah. And we've done a lot of ministry in our life in lots of ways, but it's not like we're doing these massive surveys on a campus. We don't know everything that's going on there. Right. But. Our limited experience of having conversations every week with, you know, a dozen people or more, Mm -hmm. like real conversations about these things, it's been really interesting, the kind of people who really do want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then when we talk to others, 
that are engaged. They're mm -hmm. saying, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. this is – so it does seem to be real. Mm -hmm. Again, I can't go beyond that. I can't be all academic and scholarly with a perfect survey for you, but it does seem like this is mm -hmm. happening, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, I mean, now to think about um, – yeah, let's talk about this story that we have that happened just a little over two weeks ago. Um, so it was our first time doing the banner this year. So we get to Wesco Beach. You know, I've, I've mentioned this before. Wesco Hall, dead center of campus. Uh, you know, these really kind of shallow concrete steps that come out of Wesco Hall. It's known historically. I don't know. I'm sure, Dan, you could like maybe look back into the history. But well, when you think of the open air movement where it wasn't just preaching, but people would stand up and give political stuff. Yep. And everything. That, that was the spot. That was the area. And it still is the spot. Yeah. So yeah. different organizations even set up tables and booths. Yep. And I've mentioned this before. So that's where we go. And... And I start setting up the our banner, and it, again, this was our first time on campus with the banner this year, yeah. September 14th. And I look over, it's about 11 o'clock, and I look over and there's a, another guy setting up a banner. And I go to Dan, I'm like, hey, that's a street preacher over there. He's setting up his banner too. He had a sign, really. It he had was, a sign, yeah. It was yep. a sign one, in his hand. One right? of those signs that, you know, he has on a pole and he's he holds the pole and the sign is like above him if that makes sense if you can visualize that and he has a gopro strapped to his chest yeah uh and he's all ready and i'm, I'm like this is i just i think we just said to each other this is going to be interesting don't know what to think but this is going to be interesting so we set our banner and we're probably i don't know stones throw away maybe 20 yards away from him yeah, at least that yeah yeah about we're that. 75 to 100 feet yeah and uh Immediately, he is flocked by a handful of students, four or five. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is, I'm just giving you my observations. Right. Two of them had colored hair. You know, that's obviously, yep. that means something yep. today. Uh, and they were right in his face. And so he was, he was talking to that group of people for, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 minutes. He talked to just a handful of students. Yeah. And, it was really class was in session, obviously, so there wasn't many students around, and we didn't. I don't think we really had talk. We didn't talk to really anybody in that time period, so I kind of just watched this guy. And eventually, those students left. Seems like it was a, a relatively civil conversation. Yeah. And then uh, nobody was around him, and so he started to project his voice. He started to preach, street preach. <laughs> as soon as class got let out, I mean. And in, in seemed like in matter of like minutes, yeah. there was there was a lot of students yeah. around him. I don't. It could have been a hundred. Oh, I think Se I mean seventy to hundred probably right away. But I think yeah. it got to the point to where there was two hundred. You think there was? Yep. Something? There was really? a, Oh yeah, there was a point where there was okay. tons of students. Okay. And and why why I well anyway I'll I'll just keep telling the story. So and it was getting heated. I mean, people were in his face. Yeah, the police finally showed up. P police finally showed up, but they didn't show up for a good 20 minutes yeah. or 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Kids were right in his face, yelling at his face, yelling at him. And, uh, and again, I mean, the crowd was gathering, and people were heated. <laughs> and uh, we were kind of just minding our own business, wondering, what should we, should we do anything? Should we say anything? And, and we were starting to get... Scragglers that were peeling off, and then they would come talk to us, and that's when we talked to our, our, our Catholic friend Matthew, yeah. and and he's like, you know, because we had talked to him the year before too, yeah, right, and he's like, man, you guys are gonna, he even said, you guys are gonna be a lot more like, um, there'll be people who willing to talk to you today yeah, or something, yeah. yeah, and that was his observations, uh, and so we, I mean, just to say, we ended up having probably I don't know eight to ten really good conversations that day with yeah. people that were kind Over of the peeling next off. hour, hour yep. and a half. Yeah, uh, I mean that's when you talk to that transgender person. Yeah, I, right. I mean again, I don't even know if it was a guy or a girl. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, was I, I shared the gospel with this guy named Alex, and his and his girlfriend showed up a little bit later. Her name was Angel, and I mean literally shared the gospel with him like from yeah. start to finish. And I mean he seemed like he something was going on. Yep. Uh, so we had a great day. Great day. But but again, we're watching all this happen literally, you know, feet away from us, yards away from us, uh, and and it got really heated. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this this student runs in the, into the middle of the crowd, runs up onto the steps. So he's above everybody else, 
and he's he's looking down at the street preacher and he yells at the top of his lungs like like when somebody yells when they when they've lost their mind type of yelling not just I need my voice to be loud but I've lost my mind and I'm yelling that was it it was hysterical yelling and he he calls the street preacher out calls his name out says this is his name says you can look him up he's a, he's a fraud He's a fake. He, you can see his mugshot online. He's been arrested. He can't see his kids anymore. Da 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 da. Starts like spilling the beans on this guy. Yeah. And, I mean, you got hundreds of students gathered around this guy, and they all lose it, like a like a the madness of a crowd. Like to the point to where I'm thinking, if it was legal, if there were stones around and it was legal to pick up a stone. Yeah these students would have thrown stones. They were losing their minds. And I like was watching this. I'm like, I can't believe what's going on right now. Yeah. Here we are. And I, I mean, I, I, I didn't hear everything the guy said, but everything I did hear was fine. If that makes sense. Well, fine. Because you would say, we would say, yeah, let's qualify that, Sam. Not again. Yeah, yeah. We have to be careful how we talk about it because we're not trying to say we're good guys and he's bad guys. We, right, right. We, but keep saying that. We, I mean, we want to keep saying that. What we're saying is that there were lots of things he was saying that we would say, well, that's true. Yeah. Right. Repent, repent of your sin. Yep. And he was calling out certain kinds the of. The only sin. way you're going to be saved sin. is in Jesus Christ. Trust in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. It's your only hope. You're yep. under judgment. Otherwise, warning. I'm ju- warning you. I mean, there was stuff that we would say. Well, that's all true. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep, and now his sign. His sign says "warning to all," and then he has a big list of different sins. And and the I'm not going to read the whole list, but the way in which these sins are 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 written now is to be provocative. Yeah. So like one of them says, um, um, "porno freaks," or masturbators, or baby murderers. So. He's he's the way that's phrased is obviously phrased to be provocative. Right. Then he says, then underneath that big list it says hell awaits, and the and the the letter, letters are like fl- inflamed letters. Hell awaits, judgment is coming. Yeah. The other side of the science is stop your sinning, believe the gospel, obey Jesus. Only ex sinners inherit the kingdom of God. Only Jesus saves from hell. So. The students were losing their minds, and uh, I I was like, I didn't know what to do, really. I I contemplated, do I go defend this guy? Do I not? Do I give him the benefit of the doubt? What do I do now? I wanted to get to the bottom of what this kid, you know, had run up and what was what he was saying that got everybody, you know losing their mind and because I couldn't quite hear what he was saying because he was shouting hysterically so I actually went up and I actually went to the kid and I said hey what did you just say what did you say about this guy mm-hmm. I wanted to hear it from his mouth yeah and he you know told you told me yeah so that's why that's why I shared what I shared like you know I looked this guy up this is his name you can look him up you can see his mugshot da 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 so I mean I looked up the guy later and sure enough yeah the guy the kid wasn't actually lying but again some of the things that he's been arrested for are those questionable things like hate speech type stuff you know all all around for the most part his presence on campuses there's all these different articles written about he's got in trouble for he's been got in trouble because he's provokes people and and he's he's from alaska so there's something there too even maybe before he started preaching Something with family stuff. I don't know. I don't really yep. need to get into it. Nonetheless, that's that that happened though. So here we are doing our open air dialogue thing. And a year ago, over a year ago now, when we were thinking about this, Dan, yeah, and we were trying to figure out how do we do this because, as your friend said, you're going into the viper den. Yeah, and we knew that. Mm-hmm. How do we do this where it's not that what we just experienced? a couple weeks ago where you have 200 students gather around yeah. a guy losing yeah. their minds. Yeah. How do we, as best as we can and be faithful to the gospel. Yeah. And if it happens after being faithful, it does. It but, does. You know, but we, do you, does it have to be that? Right. And I think that 
it seemed like, and I mean, I, we, I left campus and I, I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. Le- legitimately did. Because yeah. I'm like, like, I'm going to just assume, like, maybe, the, like, I'm just going to assume that's a brother. And this brother is getting absolutely lamp. Oh, and I forgot to say this. The kid, another kid shows up now. The Halloween with a costume. with a yeah an app like a full out Jesus Halloween costume on yeah like a wig and weird a big not scur- something you see like getting big, ready for a movie like a like big a, curly like wig a you know the the white yeah, the white robe the the red sash yeah. thing yeah a caricature yep. of Jesus really totally yeah. and and was mocking the street preacher with this Jesus costume on yeah and then when he left all like all these students. I mean, like a hundred students were waving at the at this kid dressed up as Jesus in a m- sneering, mocking tone. Bye, Jesus. See you later, Jesus. Bye, Jesus. And I'm sitting here watching this, going, yeah. "Oh, these like yeah. kind of like Jesus on the cross. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like near blasphemy type stuff. Like they don't know what they're doing. And Oh, it was it was weird. Like I don't know what to even think about yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. Part of me goes like, should should I have just run up in the middle of the crowd, got up on the steps, and and just kind of shouted in a in a not in like a bad way, and said, "Hey guys, like, like why are you guys all losing your minds? Like, do you yeah. think what this guy is doing is wrong? Yeah. And, and and if you think it is, why? Yeah. Do you think what you're doing is wrong? Like, if you could watch yourself right now, like I am, a few, you know, paces away, like, if you could watch yourself, do you think what you're doing is right? Mm-hmm. And then start to get into that. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, we talked about that, yeah. So, it was an interesting experience, yeah. but it ge- it gave us, uh, you know, a look at, like, okay, we intentionally were thinking, how do we not have that happen to us? Right. Not that we're going to, like, change the message by no means. I mean, if anybody right. knows Dan and I, like, yep. we'd rather die <laughs> yeah. I'm before not, compromising I'm, on the gospel. I'm not playing the game. No, no, we're not playing. But but do you have to do it? Do you have to put it in such a provocative way? Now, can I add a couple things to what we found out about that? Yeah. Okay, that was the second day he was there. Yep. And people found out he was there, and he's yep. got a reputation for yep. making rounds to different campuses. Yep. So the word went out. And uh, so that second day, those people, the reason they all flocked out of class is it was all geared up. They knew. You know, people, for those that don't know podcasts, probably a lot of people your age would listen to podcasts, they would call them trolls. Yeah. Like, these people were there to create a problem. Yep. And they'd heard about it, so they were all geared up probably from all sorts of places on the campus. In fact, some of them aren't normally even in that routine of being in that space. Right. Right. Because we're trying to go to try to catch people that are naturally in their space. Yeah. So, so it was a different situation than yeah. than the norm. But yeah, it was very interesting, and and even that day it was interesting because as we p- saw people walk away from there, mm-hmm. um, it did afford us uh, an interesting opportunity. Hey, what's you know? What do you think of what that you think going about on that? over there? Yeah, and that opened up a lot of conversations for us. Yeah, and 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 fundamentally it was interesting because uh, a, n- a number of say even I talked to a new. A guy that was a new Christian. He said, "I just became a Christian this summer. He was from another country, actually." Yeah. And uh, and he said, "You know, it's not like I'm even disagreeing with everything he's saying, but he says I I don't know if that you know I don't know the word he used, but basically if that method works because I, he says I don't think the people can hear what he's saying. Yeah. Not hear like like physically hear like they can't hear in the sense of spiritually yeah. engaging their souls and yeah. their minds because they're just so." There to just wrapped up in screaming and yelling yep. in the in the thing, and uh, and I've said that from the beginning. Yeah, when we first started doing, so I, you see, I've done similar stuff like this over the years. I've, yeah. I've lived in this community and I've done all, lots of different stuff, but I didn't regularly do this like every week, like what I've wanted to do. And part of it was because I always wanted to, to have a partnership and right. even do a couple people. And, and I know it sounds crazy, but in twenty some years, I could never get anybody that would be interested in doing this sort of thing. Like everybody was afraid of it. <laughs> you need a crazy guy like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody was afraid, you know, or something. I mean, really, seriously. And I, and again, I, you know, I, I appreciate that. I understand. I'm not dogging anybody for that, but so. 
you know, I did it by myself a few times, but it just didn't. Yeah. I, I like I like doing stuff in partnership and relationship and talking to people and communicating and 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 I was concerned about. I'm not here just to try to yell at people. Yeah. And there's a theological component to that. Like like we really are, if I could say it this way in a simple way, we're looking for Jesus' sheep. Yeah. We're looking for people who actually want to engage this conversation. Yeah. And can we be in a space where we can actually get to the unbeliever? Yep. Whose hearts being stirred by God. To pursue these kinds of conversations and questions. Yep. And, and 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 the burden that I've carried as, you know, again, 40 years older than Sam, almost 40, 35 anyway, um, is I just want to get to the unbeliever mm-hmm. and actually talk to them about the gospel based like what we just heard these interviews. People don't know. They don't know. People really don't understand. Even the ones this. that grew up in the church don't know. They don't understand this message. Right. They really don't. And you realize, like people, I that's I just want to get to them and talk to them about that. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to argue anybody in. I'm not trying to pretend I know more than you. But I'm willing to do the, even the apologetic thing, just to say, no, I'm a thinking guy, and this makes sense. And the Christian worldview does answer these questions. Yeah. In fact, just this week, when you couldn't go, Sam, yep. we ran into a, a PhD student. You could tell a very sharp guy, a yep. little bit older, probably pushing thirty. You know, yep. I say older for a campus. You know, a PhD from Japan. And he said, I just came out of a philosophy class, and he was talking about the the the, the uh, Raphael painting of Athens with mm-hmm. Plato and Aristotle, which I talk about all the time. Yeah, I yeah, teach yeah. about it in Worldview, and I'm like, oh, I know this, dudes. And like, we get in this whole conversation, and I'm like, you know, they're they're looking for this logos they called it, it was the unified whole of yep. metaphysical and physical yep. together, faith, what reason, and the, the same universals place. and the particulars. And, and, and I mean, that's my world. I mean, like, that's my I talk about that all the time. And so it was like, wow, Lord, like this guy drops in my lap, yep. and I'm like, well, you know what they're pointing to. And he says, no. And I get talking to him. And it was fascinating. He said, you know, I've never heard Christianity explained like this, mm-hmm. even what I was doing. Again, nothing special about me, but it was like he had not thought of it in terms like Christianity isn't just this offset religious idea over here. It does answer the questions of the world. Yeah. So the Christian worldview does give us that, and we want people to understand that. Right. But fundamentally, we want to get to the gospel. Yep. This gospel message right. of who God is. It, who man is, his fallenness, his, his dignity created in the image of God, but his fallenness. And there's only one hope, and it's the reality of this yep. work, Jesus Christ and the work of Christ. Yep, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Christ. And a man needs to you know, understand this, see this, accept this, yep. turn from his sin, and put his trust in Christ. Yep. And so it doesn't matter what anybody asks me. I want to get there. You're getting there. And and somehow, you know, over years, again, maybe the art of that and personality and whatever you do, my brain clicks that way. Yeah. It's just what I do. People ask me, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't even know. I can't even hardly teach anybody to do it. You just kind of be around me and you'll see I do it. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. And so um, anyway, I mean, we've just wanted to create these settings so we can get to true unbelievers. Yeah. And have this conversation. And and. Again, we don't have a long, 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 um, what do I want to say? We don't have a long track record yet in right. any of this. But we've been trying this in this, you know, Den of Vipers, in this more potentially volatile world saying we want to get to the unbeliever. And what's been striking over a month is we're there. I mean, we're getting in these conversations that are just, you know, I had one this last week. It was just, I mean, this gal, by the time she was done, she had already told me she was she was gay and she was, homo, you know, homosexual. Yep. And, and, uh, and, but by the time we were done, she was, she was crying. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. yeah. She was all teary eyed. And she says, I, 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 you know, I asked you, so you understand I got to the gospel and we could talk about that if we need to, but had to do with justice and yep. are there lines somewhere? Is anything wrong at all? And yep. it was funny, but she was studying philosophy and so she knew a lot about more morality and ethics but yep yep and i was able to go there with her without even getting into the whole discussion about her proclivities and all that sort of stuff i didn't even need, need to go there per se i was right. able to say so is there any standards anywhere yeah and and she's kind of going yeah there has to be yeah and, and guess what and i i told her i violated them yeah i'm in trouble unless something happens to forgive me and you are too yeah and i get there and you understand this I, you know it, it makes sense to me but i don't know if i agree with all of it. I said, okay. And but it was funny, but it was interesting. She started getting teary eyed. And that's, I actually said to her, I said, you know, it's interesting. I'm just this older guy. I've been talking about things that I, I, I can submit to you are objective. And so let me uh, submit to you uh, just a subjective observation I'm going to give you right now if you'd let me. She said, yeah. I said, I said, I think God's chasing you down. Yeah. She started crying. Yeah. I think he is too. That's what she said. 
That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. See, and if I'd been standing there street preaching, now maybe a lot of people would have heard the gospel, maybe if they could have heard it. Right. When I say street preaching, like that other guy was doing. But I don't know if I'd had that conversation. I don't. Th- she, she even was commenting on that, but she knew about that from the week yeah, before, and she yeah. was opposed by it. It was yeah. like offensive to her. Yeah, yeah. And so here she is coming to me, talking to me about private areas of her life, willing to engage that. And literally, imagine this. There's other students standing around. I said, would you mind if I prayed for you? Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to do anything weird. And, like, you know, nobody will probably even know I am. My eyes will be open, but I just want to talk to the Lord about you. Can I do that? Would you please, she said. I'm standing right there in this place that's supposed to be this volatile place, mm-hmm. which it is, mm-hmm. and public, people around, and I'm praying for this gal. And, you know, again, it's not lines of 100 people, mm-hmm. but, like, we're in mm-hmm. where we want to be. I want to be with an unbeliever mm-hmm. in sh- letting them actually hear the gospel and saying, you need to do something with us. Yeah. You need to turn from your sin and trust Christ. Yeah. That's really what this comes down to. Yeah. And we were there. Yep. We were there that was with a number of Muslim students, mm-hmm. transgender, homosexual gal, uh, other cultic kind of stuff, Mormons this week, mm. um, uh, others, you know. Yep. Uh, nominal Christians. You, when we say that, we, you know, we're using this word Christian. You know, I, Roman Catholics come from a Christian world. Yeah. Do they all, does a Roman Catholic particular kid, let's say a particular, actually know Christ? Perhaps not, you know. Certainly, the the Roman theology we would disagree with, right? Right. So there's that whole discussion, but but it opens up these incredible conversations. That how are you ever going to have them? How are you going to get to these people? And that's always my burden. It's like, how do I get to them? Mm-hmm. You know. And we're seem to be getting to them. I, I love that movie Hacksaw Ridge. Just one more, Lord. Just, yeah. Just one more. You know, it's <laughs> like, let me get to one more. You know, yeah. Let me just and, go find this one more. And so so you we're creating a setting where we're doing that. Yeah. And so even as some people are listening to this, if your heart's stirred at all, please pray for us. I mean, we want to—I could see this really getting more and more momentum and yeah. God using us to f- be fishers of men, you know? Yeah. Where people can, um, you know, they bring their friends to talk to us because they can yeah. you know, count on us being there every Thursday at this time and coming back with n- different questions and wanting to yeah. talk and just— uh, yeah. Open up doors to other places. Other even. places. Hey, can you come? You know, talk to this group or that group, and, yeah. and just kind of do this. I could see that happening. Yeah. And so it hasn't all happened yet, but but it's been interesting. Like last week, um, there was a student from a closed country. Yep. What you think typically think of as a closed country, and he was listening. He yeah. was kind of over my right shoulder. I could kind of tell he was over there, and I found out later from one of the one of our comrades, our, our Christian young guys that was hanging around, just kind of watching us do this. He said he was actually recording me the whole time I was talking to somebody else. Hmm. And on his phone. Yeah, on his phone. And you wonder, what's he doing with that? Yeah. You know, like, wow. And then he came afterwards and talked to me for probably an hour and then uh, actually said he wanted to bring some friends back. Wow. Well, we'll see. You yeah. know, he might not. But he he said, I have some friends that think about this and talk about this stuff. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to bring them here, tell them to come. I said, oh, come on. Come on back. That'd be great. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, we're still just, I don't want to say we're, you know, yeah. This type of thing. Yeah, in this type of environment is is new, mm-hmm. so we'll have to wait and see how it all unfolds. Yeah. But we're going to keep going at it, and we're looking at some other campuses. Yeah, but we could do the same thing. And that's the thing. I think it's just fascinating how, um, I if like when we went on campus the first week over a year ago now. Yeah. And if you would have asked me, you know, next year you've done this a number of times. Uh, would you be surprised if you know if somebody told me? Would you be surprised if you never actually had anybody like blow up in your face? I'd be like, yeah, I'd be surprised. You just assume we would. I would assume we would. Yeah, because of the because of the the reputation. Yeah, right. of the campus. Yeah, the the culture we're living in yeah. right now, um, and and the fact that we've done this now a number of times. Yeah, we've and, done it enough to have a little bit of a. And nobody's blown up in our face. Right. And then even just a couple of weeks ago, actually seeing that, yeah, but there's still plenty of students here that will blow up in your face because yeah. I'm watching them do it to this guy yeah. over here. Yeah. And that hasn't happened to us. It could, I mean, we could just put it under the banner of God's grace. Yeah. Of, yeah. Certainly. Certainly everything goes under the banner of God's grace. Right. But I think there is something to um, conversation, just, I say conversations, Con- yeah. the conversational yep. style of evangelism. Yeah. In, interpersonal, person to person. Yep. Now, with that said, understand we're we're trying to strike 
a balance in that because we are in the open air. Yeah. And we're trying to say and, we and, want and, to have a and, public conversation here, but it's, it is a conversation, but it's public. Yeah, it's public. And a lot of times when you're having a conversation with one or two people, there's there's five or six more yeah. that are about listening a, in. a few paces away listening in. And we want to do that. And we want that. See, that's what actually happened when I, when I said this closed he yeah. was listening yeah. this close country guy muslim I, you know okay from another country and just i just try to be careful with all that but anyway when he was there recording listening i'm talking to somebody else yeah but i could see him over my shoulder so actually when i'm talking to a particular person i'm actually talking to everybody else standing there i'm yeah. actually thinking about all these other people standing around yeah i actually personally i mean i'm kind of calculating that and so i want these other people to hear the gospel yep so i'm using this person's question and I'm, again, trying to be genuine with them, yep. but I am strategically in my mind thinking there's four other people listening right yeah. now. Yeah. And I want them all to listen. And so I may even talk a half octave louder. Right. You know, I mean, if you were there, you would see us. Oh, I'd be talking like this to Sam. Even on podcasts, I think I can. Yep. Yeah, Sam, that's a great question. This is how I would think about that. Yeah. You see, I, I a raise it a little bit, little bit higher, a little bit louder. And then sometimes Sam and I play a little, I call it pitcher catcher. Hey, Sam, you you know this one. How would you answer, you know, Joe standing here asking this question. You, I know you like this. How would you answer this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we play off each other. Yep. And I think people like that. Yep. There's something about all. Again, I'm on a, I don't want to dismiss that God's just been incredibly kind to us and using us. But there's something about what we're doing that I think, people like yeah and some of the christian guys go man we've never seen this this is really yeah. cool and, and i mean we've even said too like there's there's a chemistry going on yeah us, i mean yeah. obviously we've done how many podcasts together we've traveled internationally together yeah right. uh, there's a chemistry yeah, and whatever that all that is whatever that is yeah. and i've noticed that like uh, one i think there i i will i'm so uh sold <laughs> By the genius of Jesus saying, go out two by two. Yeah, yeah, you're more impressed by that now. Not just us, but you've been thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, well, the more you do it, the more you do evangelism. Yeah. And you just realize, man, there's just something, there's just a sweet spot about having just yeah. one other partner. Yeah. And there, and there's even more, I want to play off that more and just say, and it's, it has to be the right guy. It doesn't have to be the right guy. Yeah, but yeah, well, there are certain guys that you do evangelism with, your partner, and Sometimes you have chemistry and sometimes yeah. you don't. Well, you know, I grew up in a in a home of a police officer. Yeah. And I was around police, you know, officers my whole life. And that was true. They tell me of those guys. Oh, partners. Yeah, partners. Yeah. And yeah. they really do. I talked to a guy. My dad just passed away in March. I called a guy that was a young guy coming on the force. My dad was like the older guy yeah. at that time. You say my dad was 40 at the time. And this guy was in his early 20s. And he became a trooper. And and he was like, and, and, and anyway, I talked to Doug. You know, a few months ago, Doug's retired now. You know, he's older and, and disabled in a lot of ways. And he just said, yeah, you know, your dad will always, you know, I had other partners, but your dad will always be my partner. My partner. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they had, and we, I was told that they had this thing. Yeah. You know, this way of communicating, this way of working with each other. Yep. That they could really, they, they, they got a lot done. And so you, you wonder what, you know, it's just, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And again. That's what we mean when we say chemistry. There's a personality. There's a way of doing it. Yep. It doesn't always work. Um, but we're doing something, and again, that's it's just a fascinating conversation, and we need prayer and encouragement, and and there seems to be a hunger, and we want to get to the people who have a hunger. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have somebody walk up to you that's, again, you know, in a gay lifestyle, and they tell you they're in a gay lifestyle, and they want to hear. In fact, that one gal actually came and communicated with us last spring yep and we had no idea had no idea and it, it was one of those days where we literally had her and other non-christian even particularly gals which i think is fascinating yeah. sitting down in front of us wanting to hear from us yeah and we t we've talked about that on stuff before but yep. like like you know they were standing off and listening and they move closer and closer and to think that you have women yeah who feel safe yeah to sit down, at your literally feet. at our feet. Literally, they were literally sitting at our feet, cross-legged at, cross at our feet. And we're talking about sin. We're talking about the gospel. I mean, we're... And they were willing to hear it. Yeah. And I would say that too, Sam. You know, when you think, okay, back to a little bit about methodology and chemistry. We are explaining to people, I think this banner, I think this picture is a big deal. Because mm -hmm. people say, they'll even say, what are you doing? You say, well, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Oh, Okay. And I said, and you know, we get, we we want to create settings like that right there. Yeah, point, point in the picture. Here's a Christian scholar. I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name was Paul, but he's a scholar, and he's there with Epicurean scholars and Stoic scholars and Jewish scholars and Roman citizens, and they're literally bantering and having this 
conversation and even a debate about these realities of life, we think in a university you should be able to create that. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Yep. And then people want to enter in with us. They do. It's like, really interesting. You sold me. That makes sense. It's been happening for we, thousands that, of years. That really is. I mean, you know, if people are listening, that's kind of the, you know, that's what we're doing. And we actually tell people, no, we're Christians. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, we're up front. No bait and switch. This, I have beliefs. I'm sure my beliefs are different than yours. Can we talk about it? Yeah. If you don't want to, walk away. Walk away. No harm, no foul, man, really. I mean, really. Yeah. It's just really interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we want to keep cultivating this. Yeah. We like to do it in other places. Yeah. But you got to find places where people are just kind of hanging out. Yeah. And they're thinking, they want to talk. And they, even this, we have to, we're, you know, again, you're trying to be strategic. We're going to this place. Um, it's like Paul. Paul would go, you read the book of Acts, it's fascinating. You know, he would go to places, go to a synagogue first. Maybe mm-hmm. it wouldn't work out there. Then he'd go somewhere else. But same thing in Athens. He's, he's walking around the city, seeing something, and he, he kind of gets in a place where people are discussing these mm-hmm. things. And so you have to find those. That's the thing. It can't be just any place. Right. I mean, I, we've had that talk, Sam. And again, this is more just opinion stuff. But like, there's places that people are out like for a Friday night. Okay, here, let me give this example. Okay. I, I have a friend that went with a group of people, and they were doing something at a big event in the country. Should I tell you what the event is? Let me not. But it's a very popular event, okay? And um, people are streaming into a stadium to see this event. Yep. And they're out there doing the open-air preaching, yep. giving tracts and Bibles and all sorts of stuff. And I say praise God, right? I mean, I'm yeah. not here to – I'm not even being negative and critique. But when it's all said and done, I asked him, I said, so – after you've done this, you've experienced you, you literally traveled from, you know, California, the West Coast, all the way to this other place in, in the country. Yeah. You've done this for four or five days. Tell me what you think. And he said, well, certainly we're preaching the gospel, and certainly we're trying to be faithful to that, and yeah. you have to trust God can honor that, and he, pro- and he can. But he says, as I look around, and even the last day, first of all, everybody's kind of, uh, most people have been drinking. Yep. And there's a lot of vile screaming back at you. Yep. And they're trying to get into the stadium. They're yep. trying to get somewhere. Yep. And then he said, I noticed the last day when I walked around and looked in the, uh, I just happened to be looking in trash cans and dumpsters. And he says, I, I can't, I, I can't count it all, but we could say we passed out X number of thousands of material. He said, it probably was that much in the trash. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. If you feel you need to do that, do that. And if, you know, somebody might say it's worth one soul, well, yeah. But these people aren't there to sit and listen and chew on stuff with you. They're trying to get somewhere. They're there to party. They're there to do lascivious activity. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm trying to find places where people do really just hang out and are willing to have conversations. Yeah. I've seen that at times in parks. You know, people are there for an afternoon. It's yeah. hot. They're sitting underneath a tree with a handful of people yeah. sitting at a picnic table. And maybe you can have that conversation there. Uh, but certainly this university is saying that's what they do there. They just sit around and it's a break. It's, we usually go there in the middle of the day when there's this break time between yep. these classes and the students. That's why they call it the, the beach. Yeah. You know, these students are sitting out in the sun. They're just hanging out. And we want to go there and engage them. Right. Yep. So. Yep. I think that's another thing you have to consider because there's certain places that yeah. people aren't there just to hang out like that. Right. They're 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 going somewhere. They're doing something. Yeah. To kind of get in the middle, maybe they'll stop and talk to you. But in a lot of cases, they're they're trying to get somewhere. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't want to get in their space if you want to. If yeah. that makes sense, right? Yeah. So I don't know what you think about that. But. No, I think it, I think it makes. I mean, that's why I think that the campus is will forever be one of the best places to do evangelism. Um, you mm-hmm. don't have to be a campus minister to go and do evangelism on a university campus. I mean, yeah. that's what we're going there because that's where a lot of non-believers are and they are, have the freedom and the time and the to yeah, talk. Yeah, think and talk and even you know, argue, say, even yeah. argue. So and where, where else are you going to go? I mean, you could there's certain maybe like uh, a mall or, or certain sh- outlet shopping centers or yeah. farmer's markets on the weekend might be that place. I've had really good success talking to people at farmer's markets on Saturdays. Yeah, and they're just kind of strolling around, hanging yep, around yep. too. Yep, so right? you got to yeah. think about that. Where are those places where people are, yeah. it, it, they they don't need to be somewhere. Right. They're, they're here because they're just... Hanging out. Hanging out. Yeah. 
and there's some of that at the mall, but also at the same time, aren't people at the mall a little bit on a mission? I'm shopping. Yep, I'm there's to get plenty of that too. So there, you just yeah, got to figure out where. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you go to a mall and you can find the 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 dad or husband that's sitting out on the chairs outside of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has time that he's killing. <laughs> anyway, all I have to say, we'll probably just wrap it up here now, so we don't keep just rambling. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of an overview of our experience so far i mean we've only been really going at it for a month now it's it's the end of september so yeah um we'll go but hopefully we'll hopefully go to this the cold, is encouraging into the cold weather hopefully this is encouraging to you who are listening like yeah. man <laughs> people people want to talk about this stuff they yeah. really do yeah and and when you're faithful to you know and you have a, a heart to to share the gospel like god opens doors i mean it's really cool so yep yeah, pray for us. Pray for these people that we've talked to. Um, we, you know, we didn't really share. We shared a few names, but for the most part, we kept them anom- anonymous. Yeah. Uh, and, but just you know, God knows their names, so just pray for them, and pray that God continues to use us and continues to draw His lost sheep to, to, you know, to the evangelist that will share the gospel. I think of uh, Pilgrim's Progress. That's my, that's yeah. my image, man. Yeah. It's so cool. Wait, what so, are you wandering over here for? You're yeah. supposed to be going that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening to the Preaching Persuade podcast. Um, if you could be, if you could be so kind, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can, uh, leave a rating, even write a review. All of that, apparently I've been told, helps with discoverability, helps this podcast get, uh, listened to by more people and obviously we want we want that so do that if you'd be willing uh, you can check us out our our ministry at afci.us read about our our bios or whatever check out our other ministers we have some content on that website as well um, but thanks again for listening and have a great day bye